0: Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast all about beauty beyond the BS. Today we're talking about weight or rather I'm talking about whether we should ever talk about weight when it's nothing to do with our own individual body. Meaning, should we ever talk about someone else's weight? Whether it's gone up, whether it's gone down, whether that's good, whether it's bad in our eyes, whether that's in the public space, whether it's behind someone's back, whether it's to their face. Do we need to get into it or do we just need to stop talking about it? It's an episode that's been in my head for a while. And I'm going to be honest, this is just me scraping the surface. There's so much involved in this conversation, and it's just the start of the conversation that I'd like to continue having. So, if at any point during this episode, there's something that really stands out to you, or there's something that you want to say, or you want to share, find me in the DMs on Twitter or Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast, or email me direct Beauty Me Podcast at gmail.com. You can totally let me know you want to stay anonymous if it's something you want me to share. I just think it's a huge conversation. And before I share kind of my thoughts, I do want to let you know that I will touch upon eating disorders and miscarriage. So if either of those subjects just feel too heavy for you to listen to right now, please give this episode a miss. One thing that I do want to point out is this is not an episode about health. I am not a nutritionist. I'm not a doctor. This is me talking about kind of society, how we talk about people. When I was actually looking for podcasts that kind of talked about why we shouldn't talk about weight, I just found loads of podcasts about weight and, you know, summer bodies. And why have we become so uncomfortable with speaking about weight? And then I would look at who was hosting the show. And more often than not, they're all very slim all very white women and I just thought isn't that a privilege for you to ask that question why are people uncomfortable about weight and before I go even further yes I know that weight isn't just about being larger there are so many issues that face women of many different sizes there's a lot to this and also I'm not even going to go near the impact that race, gender or disability have on the conversation around weight. I am not even going there. That is a subject that requires many episodes and I'd love to get into that and explore those issues another time. So again, I'd love to hear from you if you've got anything to add to the conversation. So just to get into this conversation and to keep things very specific (laughs) because I know what I'm like. I've got three key questions that I'm going to try to answer. I'll read them out to you first and then we'll get into each individual question. First of all, is it okay to use someone's weight as a talking point if you think they're pregnant? Short answer, it's none of your business. The second question is it okay to use someone's weight as a talking point if you think they truly look good or better than the last time you saw them because they've either lost weight or gained weight? Short answer, it's none of your business. The third question, is it okay to use someone's weight as a talking point if you think they don't look good or healthy in your eyes because they've gained or lost weight? Short answer, it's none of your business. So, I've already told you my opinion on these things. It's purely because these things don't involve you. So I've kept it to three questions because I want to keep the subject purely on the concept of us discussing someone's weight. Of course, like I mentioned, race, gender, so many things come into this. And so does anti-fatness. There's just so much around this. But while I will touch upon some of those things briefly it's important that we all do further reading when we find something that resonates or we hear something that we don't really understand. So this is me trying to give you my reasons for saying these things are none of our business. So let's get back to question one. Is it okay to use someone's weight as a talking point if you think they're pregnant? So first of all, just be honest. Who here has asked a woman before if they're pregnant based on what they perceive as a little bit of weight gain or a little baby bump, a perceived baby bump, or just a little bit of extra weight around the stomach area. You can you can tell me here. You can let me know in the DMs anonymously. It's not like I can see I'm not gonna find you. I'm not gonna expose you. I might wince about it depending on the story. I'm not gonna judge you because we're human, we say stupid things. We say things without thinking. I haven't done this one myself, but have I said things without thinking in the past? Absolutely. Um, I don't think I've ever witnessed this happen to somebody in real life either. I feel like this asking someone if they're pregnant, it's kind of become an urban legend, although that's based on the fact that it has happened. And I can only imagine how many times this kind of thing might have happened at family gatherings. I feel that family can often be the worst and the most upfront in, you know, confronting you I just think if you are standing there looking at someone and you're thinking oh she could be pregnant let me ask just just maybe before those words come out of your mouth ask yourself first is it any of my business will this information change anything for me like Ask yourself, do you need this information in order to continue with your day or your life? I'm pretty sure the answer is no. But while you're thinking about the reasons that you deserve to be able to ask a question and you should be furnished with an answer, I would say just consider how that question could be so loaded and could be a huge emotional trigger. If you know the person well, you might know that they, along with their partner, have been trying to get pregnant for a while. So perhaps don't ask, let them tell you. If you don't know them that well, well then there's no reason for you to ask the question. You might not know and and sometimes you might know that person well and you still won't know that they've actually been trying IVF for years and sometimes When someone is trying so hard, they'll even ask a family member if they would consider remortgaging their house because that's how much it means to them. They feel like having a child is the most important thing in their life and they will try anything they can to achieve this dream. You might not know that this person has suffered numerous miscarriages. You might not know that this person has had to give birth to a baby that they never got to take home that's you know why why even why even go there you just don't know there's just so many emotional reasons not to go there and there are other reasons too you know not as not as heavy as the ones that i've just mentioned the person could just be you know, maybe she had a baby a year ago or two years ago, and she's self-conscious of the so-called baby weight that hasn't hasn't disappeared. We get told about the snapback, you know, and celebrities push this idea of they have a baby on a Monday and like the next week they're on a beach in a bikini. Like that's not real life. Again, the person could just be self-conscious about their stomach. They might have no intention of ever having kids. They might just be really self-conscious about their stomach. And you asking, hey, are you pregnant, could really just make them have a really shit day. So all of these things that you might not know are the reason why it's none of your business to ever ask anyone if they're pregnant. You just haven't got a clue about the pain that you might be igniting in that person. Even me sitting here recording this episode, I am i gave a warning at the beginning that I will mention miscarriages because I don't want anyone to feel triggered or pain after listening to me. So why can we not just apply that same bit of consideration to a simple question when you see someone face to face, like just take a breath, take a minute, focus on asking the person how they are today. It's up to them how much information they choose to furnish you with. And yeah, you might be right. If you think something and you turn out to be right, well, good for you, you know, but It's not so great for the other person if you're wrong or they just don't want to get into it. Moving on to the second question. Is it okay to use someone's weight as a talking point if you think they truly look good or better than the last time you saw them because they've either lost weight or gained weight? So we're getting into the the compliments arena here people love compliments. Everybody loves a compliment. I like to give compliments. I actually love to give compliments, um, especially to other women. I don't know why I'm genuinely just love to give a compliment. If I see something beautiful, maybe it's the photographer in me. I'm always looking for beauty and I think everybody has something beautiful about them. So compliments, I do give compliments, but wait, I, I just wouldn't go there. Again, you just don't know what you're starting when you bring up someone's weight. Somebody that can really hit this one on the head is one of my favorite TikTokers, Car Msendo. I really do hope I'm saying your name properly, Car. She is guaranteed to have you appreciating yourself in every shape and form. She loves calling her followers her sweet potatoes. And in her TikTok bio, it says she's a businesswoman who bullies people into believing in their own source. So you can kind of get the general gist of Carl's content. She's so lovely, definitely going to share the link to this video for you in the show notes. But in this video, She basically emulates what she's always said. She really wants people to own who they are and love who they are or at the very least accept who they are. And recently she shared a get ready with me. So she's doing her makeup and she was just casually talking about the reactions that she's received since losing some weight. I think it's around 20 pounds. She's been congratulated on the weight loss many times. And during the video, she lets people know that weight should not come into the conversation. So I'm just going to share the audio from that video
1: with you here. We have to stop being so comfortable talking about people's weight like this, asking, Oh, you look good. You lost weight. What'd you do to lose weight? Babe, the reason why I lost weight is because I'm stressed. I have been depressed. Stop correlating weight loss and looking good. Babe. 20 30 pounds ago i looked sweet 20 pounds lighter i'm still looking sweet let's try to stop commenting on people if you want to give your baby a compliment say hey, baby looks sweet babe you are glowing not babe you've lost weight not babe ah you've gained weight girl why does it matter if you want to say you look good You are glowing. Say it without saying you lost weight. You gained weight. Just say, babe, you look good.
0: So that was Car there. And for me, it's not just her words. Some of the comments on that post are so revealing about how we speak to each other. One comment reads, I lost 30 kg and people are still shocked and commenting how much I lost and how I look good now. They're more nice and super friendly. So sad. Someone else said, it makes me uncomfortable when people comment on my weight loss. And for me, that comment is just, it's so telling in its simplicity. It's always implied weight loss is a positive. Congrats, you made yourself smaller. Congrats, you can fit into those smaller clothes and you're going to be perceived as more pretty and attractive and life is just going to be so much better for you. But again, you don't even know how that person lost the weight. You don't know if it was intentional. You don't know if they're stressed as car shares in her video, you don't know if they're happy about this weight loss. As car said, it was stress for her and stress itself can be extremely harmful to our mental and physical health. So what's the point of you complimenting weight loss? If you have no clue, like if you don't know the person, so cars on the internet, I don't believe she shared that she's going to try and lose weight to feel X, Y, Z. Maybe if you knew her in real life and she said to you, yeah, I'm trying to lose a few pounds because I want to do this. Then you have a right to say, hey, I see that work is like paying off. But she hasn't told you that and you're on the Internet. So you giving a compliment, as Car said, it's probably better that you just say you look good. And even that is a subjective comment because we can all disagree on what looks good or bad. I can feel differently about my body. Somebody else could compliment my body. Another person can think it's disgusting. Like that's so many different opinions. I do understand it though. It's a natural inclination to want to give somebody a compliment. But yeah, maybe keep it too. You look great. You're glowing. What have you been doing? You look so good. And then let the person say, it's this, that, or yeah, I lost some weight and I feel good. It's up to them. Another comment on Car's video. Someone said, ditto for you look so young, you look so fair. Because both of those comments are rooted in negativity. They both imply that the opposite, so looking older, is a negative. The opposite of you look so fair is having darker skin. And we know that is often implied to be a negative due to colorism. So these so-called compliments are simply strengthening the bullshit that divides us into hierarchies of beauty and acceptability. So obviously I'm not going to go into all of those kind of compliments today. I'm trying to keep it about weight, but it's just words are so powerful. One final comment I wanted to share from Cars post is someone who said, I lost 68 pounds from not eating as a result from radiation on my throat. I was explaining this to someone and they legit said, keep it up. So <laughs> that one just sounds like the person wasn't even listening. It just sounds really misguided and ignorant. So I don't think we need to get into that one too much. But I did end up sharing Car's video on the beauty me podcast, Instagram stories, because I just thought, let me share this. And then I wanted to ask people a question. So I posted a poll asking followers for their thoughts. The main question was, should we ever mention weight? And I gave four options for answers. The first was, if I think someone looks good, why not? The second was, it's okay to say you look good, but that's it. The third was, no, we don't know their story or their mindset. And the fourth was my favorite. It's none of my business. So the poll had around 100 answers and 37% chose the second option. It's cool to say you look good, but let's leave it at that. The second highest option was the fourth. It's none of my business, which yeah, would have been my answer too. The third most popular was no we don't know their mindset and unsurprisingly because I know my followers are thoughtful human beings the least popular option was the first one. Yes if I think someone looks good why shouldn't I comment on their weight. After I posted the poll someone reached out to me in the DMs and she asked to remain anonymous and after thanking me for sharing Kar's TikTok video this is what she told me. I dropped a load of weight a couple of years ago due to what was, in hindsight, the obsessive and disordered eating masked as health. I was freezing cold and exhausted all the time, losing hair, isolating myself. Yet I kept being told how amazing and thin I looked. Bit of a mindfuck when you come out the other side of it, especially when you gain a few pounds and the comments stop. So yeah, never ever mention anyone's weight. To me, that's the clearest message you can get. Just like, mind your business. Um, Again, to that follower on Instagram, thank you so much for sharing your experience. In some ways, it's kind of like got me thinking about my own thoughts on weight. And I don't think there's something I don't really get too personal on this show, you know, about myself, because I just love to hear other people's stories. But as this is my podcast, and I think it's, you know, it's just me and you. I think I can share this. Um, Basically, I, from a young age, I got into dancing. So like ballet, acrobatics, tap, modern, like lots of different types of dance. And I think I started when I was a toddler, got into it very, very early. It was something that I loved. I got to wear makeup. And I just think something changed once puberty started rearing its um disruptive (laughs) head and I just felt extremely self-conscious and I decided to give up dancing now I cannot remember if I gave up dancing because of the thing that I'm gonna the the comment that was made or if that came later but basically there's this comment that my dad made and it's just well basically he said boys don't like fat girls I'm sure there's some of you out there that have heard that when you were younger. Maybe you're one of my younger listeners and you've heard that recently. I'm not blaming my dad for giving me any issues, but I am aware that it stayed in my head for all of these years. And of course, I think society at large has a much bigger part to play. But I think that just set something off in my mind. So yeah, I quit dancing, fast forward a few years And I remember these feelings I would often get that I was so rubbish at just like not being able to lose weight or stick to something. Um, I'm just going to say, I think I saw a lot of imagery and read a lot of things around eating disorders such as anorexia. And it's going to sound stupid, but hey. I think I thought, wow, that they, those people are, well, they're disciplined. So what does that make me? Am I just like some greedy, you know, greedy human? Um, I definitely had went through binging. It's not something I haven't done that for a really, really long time. But there was another key comment, again, from my dad. And I do love my dad if he's listening, like, there was this other comment. And I think I was going out, I was wearing a dress and I was definitely trying to cut things down. So I remember at some points I'd be trying to just like eat apples and crackers and, but then would end up binging. Anyway, my dad sees me in this dress and he said something along the lines of, oh, look at that bony pigeon chest. So that was a double one for me because obviously it was about weight, but also it was about my chest and Breasts are very much associated with femininity and again, being attractive. So, and again, I just want to say, I know I'm an adult. I'm much older now. I'm responsible for how I feel. Nobody else is responsible for how I feel. I do not want to blame the person or the words they said for any issues that I may have with my own looks. But you probably know for yourself what comments from others can do. And at this point, I'm definitely going to say, there's a whole other level I think when I speak to other people that are from immigrant families we can all share these stories like I need to hear maybe from my white listeners do you get this as well because my bringing my mum's white and English my dad is black Jamaican so on my dad's side is very much like my granny's gonna say oh you got fat oh you got skinny oh you got spotty and I remember on a TikTok live I did a couple of months ago, I'd mentioned this and my followers come from all over the world. So I had people saying, I'm an Arab, got the same from my family. I'm Japanese, got the same from my family. I'm, I'm from Afghanistan. I got the same from my family. <laughs> I'm from, I've got many um, listeners also in African countries same again. There's, there is just something about us that feels no way about telling someone what you think. And by the way, this could be an auntie telling you, and you know, she's not a small person. So it's just built in to be very, oh, you're this. I even used to hear about it a lot when I lived in Dubai. And I remember one friend, she'd gone to have um she's gone to have like her upper lip waxed and when i lived in dubai many of the women that worked in like the nail salons or beauty parlors etc would be there was a lot of women from the philippines there and they all all the women from the philippines i saw were very petite women so I remember my friend once came in and they were like, this lady was just like, oh, you're so hairy. You're like a man. Just very. (laughs) So I don't know if there's a there's an English filter that goes on things when it comes to weight and appearance. But yeah, that again, that's another episode. I would love to discuss that with somebody that's from a non-English or non-white background to just kind of share why our families are so Um, I'm not even going to say that I think they mean well, because I don't always think that. I think it's just a generational thing. And I often think many of the people that criticize us have been criticized before. So it's this ongoing cycle. But anyway, I told you, this is why I need questions. because I've gone quite off track here. But for me, I think comments from family can just hurt the most or loved ones. And I think that's why the answer is still, you should mind your business. No matter if the person you want to comment about is your sister, your mother, your partner, your child. If you've got to speak, just think about the words that come out of your mouth because you can take them back and apologize for them. But the memory is still there. You know, There's that thing, that um, phrase about you won't always remember what somebody said, but you'll remember how they made you feel. And I think that is so real. But anyway, that's enough about me. Who knows? That might not even make it to the episode. We'll see. <laughs> but before we move on to the final question, once again, I just want to reach out to you and say, if you feel like getting your own weight trauma comments out there, like send them to me, like send me a voice note or DM me at beauty me podcast on Instagram. Just get those words out. And just, like, let's try and get rid of this shit together you can email me also beautymepodcast at gmail.com and of course your comment can be anonymous just let me know in the dm or the voice note so the third question is it okay to use someone's weight as a talking point if you think they don't look good or healthy in your eyes or since the last time you've seen them because they've either gained or lost weight I feel like in some ways this question alludes to the most harmful side because it's it's thoroughly rooted in the negative. It's someone giving you an opinion based on they don't think you look good, attractive, healthy anymore. It implies, are you sick? Which you may well be. It implies you're not attractive. And the person asking clearly feels that their opinion on your looks is something that you need to hear you know I'm talking about those aunties here like they clearly think you need to hear what they have to say and you should probably act on it you know they're not health practitioners or anything like that they just think that you need to listen and again one thing you might have realized so far I really am not getting into the health side of things in this episode I know people that are less than 10 stones have had heart attacks. I know people that are triple that size, that lead happy, what they believe to be healthy lives. I think health, again, is a very subjective issue. It's not down to your body mass index, your BMI. It's about so much more than that. Your health is linked to how you live, who you live with, how you think. It's so many things. And I think we just put health on this, on the scales. There's just so much more to health than that. But early this week, I found this video and honestly, I don't know why YouTube sent me this video because this person is one of the most toxic people I've ever encountered on YouTube. I thought it was meant to be a safe space. Um, But yeah, this video came up and I just thought the title of it drew me in. The creator of the video is someone called Miles Kasiri, a former tennis player, and his channel is called Crazy Healthy Cool. And I don't know much about him apart from I know he must have popped up on my um, explore or whatever you call it on YouTube when it's like people that you don't follow. And I know he'd done one of those videos like, I can't remember the title, but like, we need to talk or because basically he'd gone through an addiction to pain medication. And he'd shared about, you know, what that was like. And Obviously, he shared that story in the hope that he could help someone and then the hope that people could understand him better. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't expect or want anyone to bully him about the fact that he got addicted to pain meds. But anyway, bullying is definitely his own MO. Again, I don't know why YouTube sent me this toxic content, but it bothered me so much that I actually made my husband, Daniel, watch some of it too. Because he works in the field of occupational health and wellness. So that is like wellness in the workplace. So I made him watch some of it. I just wanted to understand why this person had decided to personally take obese slash fat slash large people, women in particular, to task. Why was he so personally invested? Why was he so bothered that he felt the need to create a 22 minute long video entitled The Fat Acceptance Army needs big reality slap. This ain't body positive. I think he meant to say needs a big reality slap, but hey. The main premise of Miles' video was that he felt, as someone who has physical scars on his body, that he wasn't allowed to be part of the body positivity movement. Just quickly, a little segue. Apparently, the body positivity movement initially started as a way for people with scars to accept their own bodies and he's insinuating that big people, fat people, whatever your preferred label is, have kind of jumped on this movement and he's basically saying it's not fair because he's someone that has scars on his body and he can't be part of that movement because he doesn't weigh 500 pounds. So he's got this really whiny tone that made me wonder, why do you care so much? Why do you want or need to be part of the body positivity movement so badly? And no, I'm not saying that his scars are irrelevant. I 100% get how scars can make you feel. Like I'm someone that deals with acne on and off. The vibe with Miles is just, it's so toxic. And I'm just like, mate, that's why you're not part of this movement. You clearly have this disdain I'm not saying he shouldn't be part of the movement based on his scars, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not about size or appearance. That's what body positivity is. But this is someone who loves to share selfies of his abs and his veiny lower stomach on social media, you know. You're showing you're showing your scars, but while you're posing in front of the mirror, I mean, what more do you want? For me, Miles' whole vibe is very much angry incel/bully. And I wondered why someone like him who appearance wise with his clothes on, no one can see those cars, right? He can walk down the street without people staring at him, without anyone looking down upon him, without anyone making judgments about his body or wanting to just like make him feel less than. He gets to do that every day. So why does he want to break down what he constantly refers to, by the way, throughout his video as these people, he makes these people sound just like the worst. And the the way he's so angry and upset and constantly swearing, it just confused me. Maybe I'm old fashioned, but that whole, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all comes to mind. You know, Miles could be a talented guy. I don't know what he does. I mean, his channel's called Crazy Healthy Cool. Maybe people expect like nice recipes and, you know, inspirational stuff like maybe do that. But then I was like, no, no, he's doing that thing where he's trying to have a polarizing personality because I've seen this in amongst authors, influencers, there's a certain type of person when they start to become well known or they're trying to build an influence, they go for this, I'm going to create a tribe that's very anti this. So they choose to be anti something in order to always have arguments I don't think it's ever about sharing conversations and having a chat and understanding others. It's literally, I'm going to build this tribe of people that hate fat people. Like, I feel that's what he's chosen. And, you know, in the, I had to check out the comments on this video. There were a lot of support. There was a lot of support for him. So I didn't spend too much time in the comments. I have to say, one person was a former anorexic. And she said she agreed with his comments because of double standards. And that was one point that Miles tries to make. I say tried because he could have done so much better, but that his overall upset was just so annoying. He said that obesity kills many more people than anorexia does, but that obesity is championed as body positive while anorexia is mocked or ignored. Now that person is well within her right to comment because she's been through anorexia. That was by Fee's Little World and she said she loved the video as a former anorexic. She said she was often insulted in the street and even spat at. So I appreciate her sharing that. She didn't have to. And of course, I do not want that to happen to another human being. I don't want someone to be spat at purely for how they look. It's not right either way you look at it. I just wish... And I'm pretty sure there's someone out there that's just a little bit less toxic than Miles for this person to gravitate towards. You know, you all, everybody wants to feel part of something, especially when you've been through something. So I understand that this person is looking for someone that feels like her and understands her. I just think Miles is not the one. Another comment came from at Kat Cousy, a self-proclaimed bigger girl who said, there's a huge difference between someone who's a bit overweight yet healthy and someone who's morbidly obese. Obesity comes with a ton of health problems. There's no way around it. So as I said, I'm not getting into the health side. I just shared that to try and show a little bit of um, balance amongst the comments. I don't want to share too many because many of them were super negative, in support of Miles. And I only saw one that said, hey, you seem to have a vendetta against fat women. And that was from Tashi is the best. For me, it's absolutely a vendetta against women in particular. And I feel that it's women that don't fit into his preferred version of what health looks like. He's a former tennis player. He works out a lot. He's got abs. He said they took him 20 20 years to get, don't even try him, you know, that kind of thing he appears very confident in his appearance and that his appearance is of value, which means anyone that doesn't look like him has no value. So like I said, I don't really want to, I don't like to view this content or share it, but I am going to leave a link for you in the show notes, just in case you want to hear more from this person. For me, it's this third question about weight loss or weight gain being read as a negative that's definitely an area where the answer is easy and it is still it's none of your business mind your business mind your own body how about that someone who acknowledges that you're never going to win anyway if you ever start to think about your body in terms of pleasing others and i'm talking about the singer georgia smith She's one of eight special covers for the summer issue of ID Magazine and she is looking so gorgeous, so glowing. The makeup is so barely there, it's just glossy. I'm definitely working on a video about this shoot in particular, so stay tuned for that over on my TikTok at Sharice Kenyon. And inside the magazine, the story is accompanied with an interview between Georgia and her own childhood hero, Alicia Keys. It's such a lovely interview, actually, you should definitely check it out. And in the conversation, they talk about perceptions and worrying about other people's opinions and how important it is to get back to the person you were before the whole fame thing started. They also discuss the inevitability of having your looks commented on. And Georgia makes this one comment that sums up this whole subject for me. She says, if I feel good, I'm good. It don't matter what people say because everyone's always going to say something anyway. They will say you are too skinny or you are too big. Well, you are always going to be too something. Someone who is saying the same thing, but coming from a different side of the spectrum is Claudia Walder. She's the founder of AbleZine, a magazine aimed at targeting ableism and raising awareness around the lack of opportunities for disabled people. Claudia lives with a chronic condition that is the cause of daily pain and it's invisible to most of us. And just recently she posted a video on Instagram with the hashtag thin and fabulous. So obviously that's quite a triggering hashtag for some. I think some people will be like, oh my goodness, that's very irresponsible. But I'm going to share with you what Claudia had to say on the post. In this post, she shares the fact that she has received many unwanted comments about her weight And just so you know, Claudia looks like a very slim person. In her words, she finds these comments annoying and gross. I'm just going to read some of her posts here. I'm lucky that I don't feel the need to change my body based on people's opinions of me. But the thing that's hard is knowing how difficult it would be if I wanted to because of chronic pain and disability issues that pervade my physical body. I'm doing the best I have been in ages in my own unique way and yet I still fight a million invisible battles on the daily that no one can truly recognize but me. So next time you want to tell someone to lose weight or gain weight, simply shut your beautiful trap, you ignorant soul. So for me, that message is definitely for the likes of Miles Kasiri. I don't care if you are well versed in so-called healthy foods and exercise. I don't believe you have the right to make a single assumption or diagnosis about someone's health, habits, happiness, or lifestyle based on their appearance, unless you're a medical practitioner. And even then, you do need to watch how you speak to people. I don't think it's about being sensitive or uncomfortable. I just think it's about realizing that words really cut deep. So that is my attempt at answering the three questions I posed. I Maybe I didn't even answer them. Let me know. Maybe I should have asked other questions. I really wanted this to be about whether we should talk about other people's weight anymore. I think the episode could have gone on even longer. I definitely want to have future ones, perhaps with some of you listening, if you want to talk about your experiences. I also wanted to share a book that I've been reading lately. It's by Aubrey Gordon on her website she calls herself the fat lady about town and she's also the co-host of the brilliant diet culture podcast maintenance phase. It's such a good podcast. Um, alongside Michael Hobbs Aubrey does the most research on different diets. It's so eye-opening. Her book is called You Just Need to Lose Weight and 19 Other Myths About Fat People. I think it's a book that everyone should read including Miles because Just like there are so many people that love to insist they aren't racist, but yet make split second decisions based on the color of someone's skin. There are likely even more of us who make judgments based on someone's size. So I'll share a link to Aubrey's book in the show notes for you, as well as links to Car Msendo's TikTok and that interview with Georgia Smith. If you've got something that you think I could benefit from reading, please let me know. And I'd love to know your thoughts in general is it time we stop talking about weight? If you're listening on Spotify, please take a second to take part in the poll on my page and let me know. Or you can email me direct on beautymepodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram or Twitter at beautymepodcast or find me on TikTok at Sharice Kenyon. Don't forget there's also my newsletter beautymenotes.substack.com which is free and will remain free for the foreseeable future. Sign up anytime and I often share kind of extra insights from each episode over there. If you're listening on Spotify, I would love it if you could give me a rating. And if you're listening elsewhere, like Apple Podcasts or Google, please do take a minute to write a review. It really helps the podcast be discovered by others. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.